Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business and shine neon bright online. I built a multi-six-figure business in under two years and more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five and six-figure launches, tripled their income and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I hope you are having the most incredible day. This is fun, fam. So I'm recording this episode as my very first podcast episode that I'm recording from my standing desk, which is very fun. I'm actually about to mix things up on this podcast where we have a station set up. If you know my office from my Instagram or maybe you're a client or a student and you've seen my office set up on calls, I've got a couch in the background where I'm going to start doing uh, episodes on the couch, Uh, but I also will have episodes at my desk where I'm standing and I just have a feeling that I'm going to talk a lot faster (laughs) when I'm standing and I already noticed myself doing that. So it's going to become a bit of a guessing game. Like, am I standing? Am I sitting? for which episode. So new standing desk coming at you from that, which is really fun. So the reason why I got this standing desk was because I have had a back injury, which was really just the result of two things, lifting weights without stretching too much and sitting too much. Um, My habits have been pretty good and I noticed that they started to lapse a little bit and it was just a real reminder that I needed to change my habits again and and stand more. So I've got a desky sit-stand desk that has the motorized control panels in to have my standing height and my sitting height and I'm just so, so happy with it so far. Absolutely loving it, already noticing such a big difference. And I've only been using it for like half a day. So really, really excited about having this new desk. Okay, let's get into the episode. So I wanted to record an episode today, which is the three mindsets that I swear by as CEO and coach of a seven-figure business. So really wanted to record an episode where I basically share the mindsets that I adopt as I move through my day, which is essentially a little bit of a like, this is my outlook for business and coaching that really supports me as a business owner, handling all of the aspects of the business and also as a coach, knowing that I'm working with and supporting people who are navigating all sorts of things in their businesses and their lives. So the context of my day is that there's a lot of problem solving that goes on throughout my day. So obviously I have the the privilege of being able to plan out my day, my calendar, a mix of calls, 
strategy, content, but as somebody who offers a lot of support for my clients between calls, especially in my high level masterminds, Swift Mind Scaled and Swift Mind Inner Circle, I'm offering uh, a lot of support, which means that there are things coming into the Slack channel where I communicate with my clients every day that are unplanned that I will be supporting my clients to navigate, whether it be something that's come up with a client of theirs or a situation in their business with a funnel that needs fixing or whatever it is, there will be numerous things that I'm supporting my clients to manage during the day. And I've got a very specific mindset, or in this case, very specific three mindsets (laughs) that I'm going to take you through in this quickie powwow style solo episode. Okay, so the first mindset that I adopt is neutrality, neutrality. So I very much operate from a space of nothing is ever a problem. Nothing's ever an emergency. Nothing's ever a problem. Like nothing's ever something that we can't solve. Like we can always solve or work through everything. I also operate from the mindset of everything is happening for us. There's a silver lining in everything. There's an opportunity in everything. And that type of outlook and attitude really supports me in business. Because if we do obviously decide that everything is a problem, we take our body into this perpetual state of fight or flight, which just does nothing good for us. So neutrality basically means that whatever comes at me or whatever convos are happening, I'm not quick to be reactive to anything, which ultimately means less stress, less reactivity, more fun, more enjoyment. It also means that everyone in my orbit is happier and tends to adopt that same approach. Obviously, this doesn't mean that I'm not consistently leaning in and showing up. Obviously, that's not what I'm saying here. I'm very lent in. I'm very proactive in responding, but it means that I'm never responding from reactivity. So I'm never coming into something of like, oh, we need to do this. That You know, this needs to happen. When does this happen quickly? Because that type of survival mentality, that type of approach doesn't lend itself to good business. It's reactive decision-making. It's often something that's going to result in making quick reactive decisions rather than being considered in our approach. So I always like to adopt the approach and the strategy of asking a lot of questions, slowing things down to really speed us up in business. The reason why this makes me a better coach, for example, is it means that I can see things really clearly and from a different vantage point. So I'm never responding to my clients from a place of pressure or um, any kind of like stress that's going to make my clients or encourage my clients to take on that same energy. So if we think about the fact that you know, our energy is the energetic product of the other amount of people that we are engaging with, liaising with in any one day. That neutrality is so important because it's going to encourage my clients to be really regulated in their nervous system so that they can show up with that same level of neutrality in their businesses. So it makes me a better coach from that perspective because it means that I can see things clearly when I'm supporting my clients. It makes me a better CEO because it means that I'm making decisions from a really neutral place, which again is always really going to support the process. What I find is that one of the biggest challenges people have in their team 
is when they are liaising with their team from a place of reactivity, because that can be a very negative felt experience for your team. If you're always operating from a place of do this, this needs to be done, this needs to happen. That creates a really gross experience within the team. Our business isn't like that. Yes, there'll be times when we need to have things done reasonably quickly, but it's never done from that place. It's always done from a place of like, hey, these are the priorities. Oh, this has come up. Are you online? Is there any opportunity for us to fix this? Hey, how can we stop this from happening again? Everything is always something that I look at through the lens of personal responsibility and encourage other people to do the same. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. But ultimately, the lack of pressure means that everyone shows up from a really regulated place. And this also makes me a better strategist because it means that our strategy is always considered. So we're never rushing a new product through. We're never creating an entirely new strategy that we decided was a really great idea overnight without also assessing why it might be a bad idea. I'm currently reading The Diary of a CEO by Stephen Pressfield. If you're part of my email list, you'll know I shared that as a recommendation in last week's email. And he talks about how we spend so much time asking ourselves whether something's a good idea, but we don't spend nearly enough time asking ourselves whether something is a bad idea. And he recommends that we spend more time asking the question of if something is a bad idea, because in doing so, it allows us to really clarify what it is that's supporting the business and what's not. And I really loved it, although I I took a moment where I was like, oh, the, the optimist in me doesn't like that question. But the more that I sat with it, the more I recognized that it was such a clever question to ask, because it means that we're not just operating off new ideas being the thing in our business, but actually we're being really clear about what is worth our time and what isn't, what is profitable and what isn't, what is worth our team's time and what isn't. And we're making really smart strategic decisions. So ultimately, by operating from this place of neutrality, it means that I am more rested and regulated. It has incredible knock-on effects in that, you know, it means I don't experience things like burnout. It means that I am able to make better decisions. If we look at the health of our brain, it means that I'm more clear in my process and it means that I can show up better across the board. Okay, so the next mindset or outlook is simplicity. Now, I just want to start by saying that this particular mindset is not one that comes naturally to me, and it's not a mindset or an outlook that I have always adopted. This was very much a learnt trait. And I should say as well that all of these are things that can be learnt. They do not need to be innate in any way. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, that's not a strength of mine, maybe it's something you can play with if you desire for it to uh, lean into that a little more or, or flex that muscle a little bit more. I have been notorious at perpetually overcomplicating so many things in business 
this idea of simplicity and keeping things simple, (laughs) again, it's just not innate for me. It's not something that I naturally lean into. I used to love overcomplicating things, especially in the early days. As a marketer, I get really excited by new ideas. And as a strategist, I love creating strategy. And as somebody who is naturally very entrepreneurially minded, building is my thing. So combine all of those and I am just a walking like vehicle for ideas, excitement, front end, everything, and just overcomplicating the shit out of so many things. And so I used to love doing that. And I recognized, I would say maybe two to three years into my business that my desire to overcomplicate things actually came from a story and a belief that I had that I could only create success if I worked really, really hard. And my desire to overcomplicate was part of that belief system. But actually, when I focused more on simplicity, that was the thing that amplified my success massively. Simplicity amplified my business model. Having you know this really simple, clear mastermind model in business really amplified my business model creating simplicity in the way that I work with my clients and my framework and the way that I teach really enhanced their experience as clients. That simplicity supported everything because overcomplication leads to confusion. It leads to mixed messaging. It leads to dysregulation. It doesn't support us in any way. So these days I am far more focused on simplicity in business This means that I'm clear on what our goals are and I'm always acting to carry out those goals. I don't get lost in shiny object syndrome. I don't take on more than I need to. I'm clear on my strategy. I'm clear on the marketing that's required and I'm clear on what needs to be done to carry it out. So I would encourage you to adopt the belief of simplicity grows revenue. Simplicity creates less buyer confusion and simplicity really allows us to create more opportunity to scale, but still experience the freedom that we most want. So a lot of the time, if we have extra time on our hands, we might utilize that time to essentially try and fuck shit up a little bit, like get a bit messy, add something new when actually really checking in with like, is this required? Is this going to support the process? Is this necessary? Because so often it's not. And simply focusing deeper on the thing that you are prioritizing in that moment is actually what's going to help you even more. All right. Now, the third mindset is self-responsibility. Self-responsibility is a huge one, again, as a CEO and as a coach. So I very much have the viewpoint that I'm responsible for my company, me, the buck stops with me. I'm responsible for every action that occurs within my company. I'm responsible for the experience my clients have in my world. The more self-responsible I am, And this is the beautiful irony of this. If you take anything from this section, the more self-responsible I am, the less I take on that isn't my responsibility. So what I mean by that is if I'm operating from a place of being self-responsible, if I'm specifically solely self-responsible, I take on less of my client's stuff. I end up putting less pressure on my client's results the less I try and control things that I'm not responsible for, for example, my client's decisions, their actions, my team's responsibilities, 
what happens is two things. This is just the most empowering thing that you can do for your clients and your team because what happens is you end up doing two things. The first is that you model self-responsibility. You model what it looks like to be somebody who is self-responsible and personally responsible for your business. And the second thing is that you empower your clients and your team to be self-responsible for their actions. An example of how this looks in my team, and again, I'm always sharing these things through, I never get this 100% right, but always aim to try. I will admit and apologize if I've done something wrong within my team. So I'll say, this is my mistake. I did this. Oh, I'm so sorry, Niv or Tan or Jack. I did something wrong here. This is on me. And what I love is that it then encourages my team to show up in the same way. So for example, Niv or Tan or Jack will say, hey, that's on me. I I did that. That was me. And no one is shunned for that. No one's like finger pointing. Oh my gosh, can't believe you did that. We don't operate in that way. We take responsibility. We own it. We move forward from there. And so by creating that culture it means that everyone then shows up and takes more responsibility for their actions. It means that everyone is more empowered to own things. And again, obviously with clients, it means that you are empowering your clients to own their stuff in their business because obviously the thing that's going to support your clients most is really being in the seat of being a CEO and owning that CEO role and showing up as the CEO and utilizing you to support them as the CEO, not being as the coach, the visionary, the decision maker, the person who all responsibility is outsourced to. That's of course not the way it works in that relationship. And so by being self-responsible, you are modeling what that looks like and you're empowering your clients and your team to do the same. So just as a recap, the three mindsets, outlooks that I really anchor into every single day to support the business moving forward, to support my clients is neutrality, simplicity, and self-responsibility. I hope you've loved this episode so much. I've loved recording it for you. As always, it would just mean so much to me if you could hit subscribe on this episode or on this podcast rather and leave a five-star review so that more people can find this podcast. We have had so many incredible new humans coming into the world of this podcast of late and it just means so much to me because I, I couldn't do it without you being here and listening to this episode and sharing it in the way that you do. So thank you so much for being part of this community. As always, it just means the absolute world to me. And I love sharing here with you in this way so, so much. Have the best rest of your day. I think we can say that I probably doubled the speed of my voice standing, (laughs) which is fun. So much fun. Have the best day. Till next time, be back with you next week. (laughs) 